On this podcast, we explore the biases. My problem wasn't so much that I was a woman, but that I was a German woman. Freedoms. But really, for me, hitting 50s, I was just winding up. Challenges. A woman of your age, a chance. I don't know if you're tired, lazy, don't know what you're doing. We're willing to give you the opportunity. And the power. You increased your income by 300%. That come from being female and 50. Oh my goodness, the story behind the story. I'm curious now, what did you do? I love the concept of your podcast. <laughs> yeah. Are you a mom? Do you have pets? Yeah. What did you want to be when you were oh, a little girl? Oh my goodness. Wow. Watch out world. We're 50 and we're not dead yet. Welcome to 50 Not Dead. Today, it's my pleasure to introduce Tammy Fisher. Tammy is a business owner and her business is Balancing Act Small Business Services, or as her LinkedIn title says, the Xanax for your financial anxieties. Tammy, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. To start off, would you just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're located, what you like to do? I'm Tammy Fisher. Um, I am located in Central Texas, and I am a 25-year full-charge bookkeeper and a recent enrolled agent. I have always been in the accounting industry for small businesses and decided to start my own business about 18 months ago to offer my services to small businesses and solo entrepreneurs. I am a parent of five. I have two grown sons, mm -hmm. and then I have three that are still at home, ages 16, 10, and four. Ah, so you're a busy woman. Not only do you manage your own business, but you have five children, three at home. What made you decide to strike out on your own and do your own thing? Because one of the comments that you made that I love <laughs> is that you're, quote, kicking more ass at 54 than you were 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I tell you, you could, if you would have told me 10, 10 or 15 years ago that I was going to run my own business, I would have said, no way, this is not going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, I was always content to just be an employee and just work a job, clock in, clock out and come home. Um, but um, I, I, I worked, my last real professional job was um, what I call, um, running the hamster wheel. Mm -hmm. So it was, uh, it was a pretty high level professional job. It was well over 40 hours a week. Um, and it was very stressful mm -hmm. and somewhat of a toxic environment. And I, it, I, I hate to say this, but it kind of ruined me for being an employee. And I didn't want to do that anymore. I didn't, want to work under someone else's rules. Um, I wanted to be able to be the captain of my own destiny and be able to make my own decisions. So that was a big part of why I wanted to do my own thing. And then of course, when the little kids came to us, that's a whole nother story, maybe a whole nother podcast. Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> but, but that was a life situation that happened to my husband and I. Um, so when they, when they came in, that also kind of flipped things around for us and made me look at 
my life and my priorities and think, okay, something has to change. I need to be available more. Mm-hmm. And that was the way I could do it. So I see. I am. Well, I really appreciate you sharing that with us. And I think to back up for a moment for what you said, you know, it toxicity can definitely, as you say, ruin you as an employee, yes. but it mm-hmm. also, it sounds like it launched you into mm-hmm. really finding your own destiny. And though nobody wants to find their destiny because of that, you know, right. because of going through, living through hell. I mean, right. it's a mm-hmm. horrible way to do it, but it sounds like, you know, the, the fact that you were ruined as an employee ultimately let you be, like you said, the captain of your own ship and doing something. I mean, I really liked how you introduced yourself, right. Of really partnering with small businesses because we really right. need, we really need help for, you know, I can speak as a small business owner. Yes. You know, there is so much about what you do <clears throat> that I have no idea about that. I am learning as I go and we do need, we need people that will, you know, with the skills that you have to help us, you know, especially if we're, you know, if that isn't our su- subject matter expertise, like I, I love doing this show and I love coaching, but let me tell you, I'm super happy to have an operational person that helps me and a, a an accountant that yes. helps me figure out what the heck I'm doing, because I really didn't know how to run a business yes. that portion of you- it, even though I'd worked in business. Transitioning us over to the, you know, the title of the show is 50 Not Dead. When you first heard the title, actually, Mm -hmm. what came to mind? I loved it, first of all, because, gosh, it brings to mind so many things. You know, my friends and I, it's like a topic of conversation every time we get together. It's just how much better we are at 50 and beyond than we were in our 20s and 30s. Um, Mm -hmm. And I guess maybe you don't, you don't know that you're going to be until you get here. Because, you know, when you're that age, you look at 50 and it seems so far away and you think, oh God, you know, I'm going to be so old. But then you get here and you think, I'm not old. I'm just getting going. (laughs) I'm just, yeah, I'm just getting started. And not only that, but um, you, you, you have a different attitude at this point in life because you've got life experience and you've seen so many things and you've experienced so much that you let go of, of ego, of what people think about you, um, you just, you let go of expectations and everything mm. and there's freedom in it. Mm, so I love that, you know, and, and that's probably why for a lot of women, our age and older, it's easy to do things like start a business mm-hmm. or have a whole second life. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah, absolutely. A, a whole second chapter, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but just like you said, it's just like you're killing it in your in your new business that you started at 54, 54. Which I totally love. And I think that, you know, we're going to see more and more of that. I, I think that it's our responsibility, right, to to 
continue to kind of lead the way and let women and mm-hmm. men and society know that we're certainly not done at 50. I mean, like we're right. just, I mean, literally, like you said, you you finally earn your stripes enough to know that you don't need to earn your damn stripes for anybody else. There and, you go. And let That's go it, of right some there. of that. You let go of all of that. And you, and you just, you can just be yourself, your authentic self. And you can just go out and, and there's power in that you can, you can, and you can claim it. Finally, you don't have to dumb yourself down anymore. You don't have to be quiet or be a certain person. You can just be you, you know? Yeah. Whoever that is. Yeah. And for you, what has that meant in terms of just being you? Well, I used to be really shy. I, if you can believe that I used to be really shy and not confident at all. And so I did not like to speak to people. I preferred to just be in the corner and I don't want to be in the corner anymore. I was always afraid to speak up because I thought that if I did, people would think I was stupid. And I don't know where that came from. Um, probably because I never went to college. I don't have a college degree. Okay. I am a school of experience person. Mm-hmm. All right. And so maybe somewhere along the way, um, I came to feel like that made me less than other people. Mm-hmm. And so I had this thought that if I spoke up my opinion or my thoughts about a subject, that I would be talked down and convinced that I was wrong because I wasn't educated somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't think that anymore. Um, I, I don't have a college degree, but um, I am just as educated as people who do have a college degree. In fact, in a lot of cases, I am more educated than they are. Mm. And <laughs> I know a lot about a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. And, And I've come to find out that um, just by being vulnerable and being willing to be open and share my opinions about things, um, they're valuable to people. So that's, that's, you know, and that's a big one for me because there's still that little bitty part of me that says, oh, don't say anything because you're going to sound really, really stupid. But (laughs) I but, can so relate to that fear. Do you? And, and yeah, of, you know, for me, and, and I have a college degree and mm-hmm. it, but that fear definitely has been a part of my life of like, well, if I'm going to say it, you know, is it going to one, am I going to say it clearly? Am I going to jumble it all up? That was, that's always was my fear. And I think that is performance anxiety is what I am. Yeah. learning with my therapist <laughs> and you know which so go figure here I am on a podcast as a host but that fear of you know sounding stupid or that I didn't quite have it all together and I appreciate that you're open and honest about it and and I hear it and it's just like it doesn't change a thing for me like my uh, my assessment of who you are and what you bring to the table it's like I know that you bring everything I would need 
to the table. If I were hiring you or if I wanted to, if I needed, if, and if I needed some good life advice (laughs) (laughs) after some of our previous conversations, I know I could come to you and I could have a pretty straight up conversation and you would probably (laughs) give me an open ear and probably some, some good listening and maybe some good pointers on how I did it this way. The previous mm-hmm. Tammy was shy. The Tammy now is not shy. You're right. I wouldn't have guessed that. No, not at all. Uh, and what is, you know, in your, in your mind and in your future, where do you want to, where do you want to take your life? Where do you hope to grow? Where do you hope to, oh my gosh. you know, what, what is still in your bucket list? Okay. So there's professionally and then there's personally. Yeah. Obviously. Okay. So professionally. Um, I have this little company that I'm running and it's fun and I'm having a good time with it. I think that if it continues along its path, that eventually I will probably need to hire help. Um, that's a scary prospect because I'm a little bit of a control freak and (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine turning parts of it over to other people, but that's progress. And, you know, that has to come. So I could see that happening. And as much as I love working from home, I could see eventually having office space and working (laughs) from an office. Um, And there's a part of me that actually likes that idea. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah. Is that driven from a desire to separate home and work? A little bit more or is it driven from being able to have a sense of community if you have a couple of people that are working with you or both or neither maybe both part of its necessity because I think that as I go I am going to develop a clientele locally that honestly I didn't see coming but I think that it's going to happen it's already starting to happen and so I think that that's going to continue to grow And as that happens locally, um, I'm going to, out of necessity, need a place where local clients can come and meet with me and feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And, and that's not going to be my home. And then, and then having to have probably at least one person work in that office on site also, you know, um, what's the word? It makes that necessary. Necessitates. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So. Um, so there's that. Um, so if it weren't for that, I probably, I probably would stay with the home office setup. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I just don't see that happening. I think, I think as this progresses and gets bigger, that I think that local client base is going to, to bring that about. Yeah. So, um, and, and, and like I say, in a way, I don't mind that because I love my local community so much and I like playing a part in that. Mm-hmm. So I, I would be honored to have an office space somewhere in town and to be, and to be known in town as mm-hmm. a successful business person. So nice. That well, would be a lovely goal. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be a wonderful goal. Um, on the personal side, what do yeah. I see? Well, gosh, 
um, I've got three kids to get raised and out of this house. So I thought you were going to so, say to get rid of. <laughs> no, well, hey, no. <laughs> there's that. No. Um, get raised, <clears throat> get rid of, get raised. <laughs> yes, I've got to get them raised. So um, Audrey is 16. She's mm-hmm. a sophomore in high school. She's finishing up her sophomore year this year. So she's got two years left um, and she'll go off to college. Um, so that's one down, two to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Atlas is is 10. He's finishing up the fourth grade this year. We've got quite a ways to go with him. Yeah. Um, and then Argus is four. He is uh-huh. autistic mm-hmm. and he is um, in special education. The plan is to mainstream him into kindergarten this next year. So um, we're a little up in the air about that. We'll see how that goes. I was going to say probably excited and terrified. All excited around. and scary at the same time. Yeah. Um, we, at this point, it's too early to tell what his independence level will be. Mm-hmm. He becomes older. So that's, that's up in the air. Yeah. So I can't, I, I can't say, I can't say when he gets to be 18, if it's going to look like it will be my husband and I, or if it will be my husband and I and Argus. Okay. So, um, but either way, it's fine. Um, he's the love of my life. Well, they're both the loves of my life. So they're all the loves of my life. Yes. I mean, as you were saying that, I'm just my, what was going through my head is like, this woman has the, just this giant heart and uh, like, you know, you know, but it just to recognize that it's going to be fine either way is. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great either way. Yeah. So, um, I just figure I, you know, I don't, Cameron, I don't know. I don't know what the future holds for us. But mm-hmm. I do know this, whatever it is, will be okay. Yeah. It'll be just fine. I have faith in that every day. Well, I'm happy to hear that. And I also wonder, you know, bringing it back to the an age perspective, mm. would you, I mean, I can't help but think myself that being 54 and not 34. Mm-hmm. And having that decision gives you an easier perspective to say it's going to be great either way. Yeah. And yeah. and I don't know. And I'm, I could be talking completely out of turn because it's not my life. Um, no, no, you're right. Um, and, and this, okay. So this goes back a lot to the children's situation. Mm-hmm. So we raised our two older sons mm-hmm. and then we were empty nesters for probably six or seven years. And then these three younger children are our grandchildren that we have custody of that live with us. Parenting in your fifties is completely different from parenting in your twenties and thirties. And um, I don't, this is going to sound bad, but I don't really remember a whole lot of what it was like to raise kids in my twenties and thirties. It was, it's a blur. I was going to say, why does it sound bad? That sounds normal. <laughs> it, 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 it's a complete and total blur. Um, by the time I was 24, we had two kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we both worked full-time jobs. Kids were in school and or daycare. 
um, we, we scrambled. We were scrambling to pay bills, to pay the mortgage, to put food on the table, to just do the best we could to keep everything together. I think that's what a lot of families do at that age, right? Especially yeah. today. I mean, oh my goodness. You know, especially today. And that's a two parent family. Imagine if you're a single parent. Yes. Because there's a lot of those out there. Oh my mm -hmm. God. You know? So, um, and we did it. We made it. We got, you know, we got them grown. We got them graduated. We got them off along their adult lives. And, mm -hmm. and it was great until it fell apart a little bit with the oldest one and the grandkids came, which that situation is all worked out now. But at any rate, um, with the three little ones that are with us most of the time now, it's completely different because, I mean, naturally, yes, we're financially better off now than we were mm -hmm. back then, but there's just this relaxed atmosphere that you have when you're this age, because it's like back then, all those things that you, that you were upset about and that you stressed about, those are small things that don't matter. Mm. And you know that now. So today it's, who cares if the house is messy? We'll clean it up. Yeah. Who cares if they're noisy and they're not going to bed on time? They'll go to sleep eventually. Mm. You know, it's, it's <laughs> like none of that, you know, none of that matters. It's just, you know, let's just live our lives and we'll get along. And it's going to be, like I said earlier, it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. I think that having the experience of raising children and going through that and then raising a second set of children yeah just in that even if you had done that a little bit earlier I mean in your 50s like you said financially some of us are better off than we were late earlier some of us some not yeah. because of, of the economy is crazy yes. um, but I think that you know first time parenting and I say this because I'm 50 and our daughter is 12 right now and it's like there is some stuff and I'm just like wow how can we how can we be this age and still not really know what we're doing on some of this stuff and and I think that the experience of having done that and then like you said also the growth of okay it's gonna be okay Tammy thank you so much you are just awesome I love your stories and your energy and I hope that everybody else has enjoyed this as much as I have and if Anybody out there would like to get in touch with Tammy for one of these wonderful conversations or for her services, you can find her on LinkedIn and we will we'll put her link in the show notes. You can also find Balancing Act Small Biz or Small Business online at balancingactsmallbiz.com. Tammy, thank you so much for being on the show. And anybody out there that's listening, if you would like to share your story please feel free to contact me. My LinkedIn profile and all of my contact details are also in the show notes. I would love to speak with you. And this is where we get to share and what it's like to be a woman in her 50s or 60s or 70s, late 40s. Honestly, it's just a place where we can share what it's like to be this age in this society at this time. Tammy, thank you again. I really appreciate you. you being here. Thank you. It's been fun. 
<laughs> Thanks so much. If you'd like to share your story or your ideas on how to move this discussion forward, I would love to hear from you. Please feel free to contact me at Cameron at CameronHuban.com or visit my website, www.CameronHuban.com.